Hi everyone, I'm Brent Love and this is Hope Works, a podcast by Hope Surrogacy. For this season of Hope Works, we've asked intended parents to share what it's like to build their families through surrogacy. Today, I'm so excited to introduce you to Michael. Michael and his husband David are two dads from the Czech Republic, and with the help of an amazing surrogate, they became the fathers of twin girls over four years ago. You may already know the surrogate who carried Michael and David's twin girls. Chelsea was a guest on this podcast last season. You can listen to Chelsea's side of this story on our website at hopesurrogacy.com slash podcast or on Apple Podcasts. I know for sure Chelsea will be listening to this episode, so hi, Chelsea. (laughs) Michael and David both have a journalism background, so when they became dads, they started an Instagram page to share their journey. They became instantly popular, and now they see their social media as a way to create positive change for their family and for the gay community in the Czech Republic. I'll link to their Instagram in the show notes for this episode where you can see them travel, shop for birthday presents, take care of their kids, and play tea time with their girls. Because their daughters are U.S. citizens, Michael said they plan to bring them to the U.S. as often as possible. That's actually how I met them, when they were on a trip to visit Chelsea for the twins' second birthday. I got to see firsthand Michael's incredible family, and I can say Michael's an amazing dad. He's attentive and patient. We were at a party together, and one of the daughters actually dropped a glass bowl full of popcorn, and it shattered. And Michael, he didn't miss a beat, comforting her, helping her clean up, and going right back to laughing with his kids. Growing up in the Czech Republic, Michael always knew he wanted to be a dad, but before he met David, he didn't know how he'd become a father. And he certainly didn't know that one woman in Wisconsin would completely change his life. Okay. Hi, Michael. Hi. Um, Thanks so much for uh, jumping on the phone and having this conversation with me. Okay. I'm happy to speak to you, really. We've had some actually a pretty incredible chance to meet in person in Wisconsin when you were visiting, which I'm sure we'll talk about, but it's cool to have kept up with you since then because that was some um, maybe a year ago year and a half ago yeah well it's met? well it's, right? it's, it's been a year and a half yeah 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 but because uh, you yeah. were here for our birthday yeah yeah <laughs> i i know for for our kid's birthday so i'll be happy yeah. if you apologize well if i just stop somewhere or somehow because english is not my mother tongue so i'll try my best i promise well, one thing that we can, um, if you want to talk about where you're from and and all of that, and I think also, when did you know that you wanted to become a parent? Okay, so basically now I am, I, I believe I'm 30 years old now. I don't count it often. Uh, so I'm 30 <laughs> years old. I'm, my name is Michael. I live in the Czech Republic with my partner. Uh, he's actually not my husband. We are in kind of civil union because marriage is not allowed in the Czech Republic. So we're like registered partners. That's what you would. That's what you would say here. Uh, uh, yeah. So I, I live with my partner. I uh, raise our two beautiful children, our two uh, daughters. And uh, what was the question when we were starting to think about a family or? Yeah, kind of when what went for specifically for you, Michael, when did you know that you wanted to become a parent? Like has that always yeah, been I think something I, that you knew? I think I always knew that I would love to have a family someday. 
Uh, and I actually wasn't think wasn't thinking much about if if it will be possible or not. I just somehow mm. I felt that I I should become a father someday. So I have always wanted to uh, to be a father. Uh, so when I came into age when it was like relevant, uh, I started to uh, make uh, our, my dreams come true. So can I ask, did you grow up in like a big family, a small family? What was that like? Did any of that have an impact on your desire to become a parent, your own family? Yeah, pro- probably. Up? Yeah, I, I was raised in a like traditional family. I have two uh, older brothers uh, and they both they have also families. So I think I kind of liked the way we lived. So that probably inspired me. So then, uh, for me, it seems your your story starts with meeting David. Well, not really, not right? really, because uh, I was like re- ready to become a father all the time, but de- de- <laughs> sure. David he never felt like becoming a f- parent. Hmm. So when we met, I I think I remember I immediately told him like three weeks after we started dating, I told him, well, I would like to become a father someday. And he couldn't even imagine that could happen. He didn't. He didn't think it was. It could come re- become real. So, uh, so it actually I mean, it, it, it all couldn't start with with David. It just came step <laughs> after another. Because he wasn't one. even there yet. No, no, no. Yeah. for a few so, okay, years. Okay, wait. More. So three weeks in, you start talking about family. Um, in in my world, that seems kind of early. Is yeah, that early? Well, yeah, it, it, it probably <laughs> is early. Is early. I, we were just like thinking loud. It was just thinking yeah, loud, sure. not not telling him I want you to become father of my children. No, <laughs> that's too fast. <laughs> he would probably he so, would get more scared with me by then, so yeah. he would probably escape. I'm sure. Um. So, how when did when then? did it kind of become like a real idea for you and David? Well, what what happened to us is we went cycling uh, in the mountains for a weekend with another group of gay people. And we had, uh, we had a beer in the evening. And when we went out uh, home from the pub, we told uh, two guys who were there too. We told them we might think about becoming parents someday and they said wow that's amazing our baby our baby boy will be born in one month in wisconsin uh so when you are ready you can just come to see us and we can give you some pieces of advice uh so that's that's when it started to look like this could work for us because uh we are thinking okay so this is real they have they will have a baby boy and this baby boy will live in the Czech republic so so it's possible and that's when we actually started to think about uh like starting to do it all i had you i mean had you known very much about surrogacy before that oh uh, no nothing really nothing really never heard of that so like uh, it was nothing that was close to us no so in in the Czech Republic there isn't like surrogacy programs or uh, or things like that. No, that no, no. Do. It's uh it's not illegal, but it's also not legal. Like our law doesn't think about surrogacy. So like people do it in the Czech Republic sometimes. Uh I don't suggest they should do it uh because mm. as it is not uh according to law as 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 there is no law that could uh, f- tell you how you should do it. Uh, I find it quite scary. 
So people do it in the Czech Republic, but but that's not our case because we were looking for a maximal ethical way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people, yeah, so, so people do it in the Czech Republic, but it's mainly heterosexual couples, and it's not it's not something uh, like usual. Um, did you when you <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> when you started looking into it? Like, what was that process like? How you went back to these friends, um, and did they give you all the information? Did you do like internet research? What? How did you kind of start the process of looking into it? Because I can't imagine trying to research something that you know is going to be in another country across an ocean. Like, I don't know how you would even start. Yeah, well, we're we're kind of adventurous people. So <laughs> we're just, <laughs> we're just okay, let's do it. And that's how it all started. And then we saw how, t- how complicated it all is. Uh, and we even, we even found some things uh, during the process we didn't know or something like that. All the time something uh, unexpected came, but it's fine for us. So uh, what we did is that we talked to our friends who had a big agency from Boston. I think they had an agency mm. from Boston, but their their son uh, was born in Wisconsin. And these friends, they were able to give us some contacts for a little agency in Wisconsin. So we wrote an email to the agency and <clears throat> we got a reply. And well, well, when I say we, I mean me because David didn't know I did it. <laughs> we were like, we were like thinking about it, about doing it someday. Uh, well, but I, I just felt that the time is now. So, uh, so I just contacted the agency. Oh, I, I just contacted one agency, and they made Skype with me for one hour during my <laughs> hours in office. I was actually working in the office, and I, I said to, I went to another office, uh, closed myself in a room, and skyped with the agency secretly. And after was this Mary? Yeah, this was Mary. Uh, it was, uh-huh. uh, and we, and I came home, and I told David, "Look, uh, I called to the agency, and they told me uh, what we should." think about first is this and this and this and and if you are if you are okay with it uh they will send us some documents to read more and if you feel like we should uh, go further in the process we can have skype with them and this might might take like three hours and and david said okay maybe maybe we shouldn't wait more and uh, how long had you been together at that point at that point it was four or five years i would say Oh wow! Okay, so you—it um, wasn't it could. Well, I imagine it's a little bit speaking for David, but it couldn't have been too much of a shock at that point that you would have that you're pursuing information. No, no, no. He was just surprised. It was uh, I did it. I did it a bit <laughs> earlier, but we knew this. The time was near. Quiet, I would say. Yeah. What What made the time right for you? Do you think? Well, the the thing was that we were both of us, we were working, we were both journalists and we lived in Prague, which is the capital city of the Czech Republic. So you could imagine like you were living in Washington or living in London for people Mm -hmm. who live in Europe. So you live in the big city and we actually didn't take advantage of living in the city. Like we didn't go out to the bars and we didn't have 
uh, much fun outside and we we just in we usually what we did was invite friends to our apartment and we talked and we spent time together at home so we realized we don't use everything the big city offers to us so we decided to build a house in the countryside so we started to build a house in the countryside uh, so that we would have a family and children who would live in the country who could just go outside and play with others outside games and mm. feel free and feel safe so that's what we wanted and that's what we started to do so we st- so were you building the house when you contacted mary uh i think yeah we we had the area we had the property mm-hmm, that we were mm-hmm starting to build on but we had some problems wow. with building the house so we are not allowed to build a house by the time we were st- we started to speak to the agency we just did it <laughs> together but building you were like a house and talking to agency it was you were basically like starting to build this other life outside of Prague yes. then yes um so what was that meeting like you know with when david was finally a part of it and was there anything in that meeting that made you feel like, okay, we are really going to move forward now? Well, it was, it was a bit more complicated. Like we were thinking about it. We were talking mm. about it. We contacted the agency, but we actually didn't even pay the entrance fee. Uh, we said, okay, uh, we will go now for a holiday to Italy. And when we come back after the holiday, after the summer, we will rethink if it's the right time to do it now or not, uh, according also to the building of the house and how it all would go and and etc. Uh, so that's what that's what what happened. That's how it was. And then in September, when we came from holiday, <clears throat> we got email from Mary, and she said, "Okay, are you still thinking about establishing a family? Because I have a great surrogate that would match you. So are you ready to go in or not?" And we had, at the same time, we had really big problems with the building company who built our house. Mm. They were late mm-hmm. uh, and it was complicated. And in the end, the company also stole some money from building the house. And we had really big problems wow. with the house. Uh, and But there was the time, okay, uh, we don't want the house to uh, dictate what we should do in our lives. And we should, if this is, a, this like, we felt like this was a big signal for us to do it. Uh, as it became like naturally as it came naturally Mm. so we said okay let's do it let's let's write our profiles let's exchange them uh, and let's see how it works so i remember i i think in the middle of september probably we exchanged our profiles with the surrogate uh, and it was like very exciting what what felt exciting to you about it uh it f- was it like all the possibilities or was it just like the unknown like what kind of what was what made that moment start to feel exciting uh well it was for me it was very like a ceremony like a really big thing mm. that we should enjoy in our lives so we got this i got this email from the agency with the profile and i just kept it on uh not uh, i kept it closed uh in my email uh, and I told David to meet uh, each other and see also uh, our friend Veronica, <clears throat> who knew we were like starting to do this process. So we met in her apartment and we opened the profile together 
we read it uh, aloud, we translated it, and we like we just like enjoyed it, and we probably couldn't believe mm. how how this could like happen that there in somewhere in the world somewhere very far in a foreign country there is a woman who was excited to help us to become parents so that was that was a big thing for I can't, us I can't remember at the point that you're reading her profile is she also reading your profile or does she like No you have to verify it so we we yeah. were the first to read the profile and we immediately verified that, that the agency is allowed to uh, send her our profile, but we tried hard to have a nice profile, so we hoped she would accept mm. us. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, mm. what was it in her profile that, like, what did you see in the profile, and what made you feel like she was going to be the right surrogate for you and David? Well, it's kind of hard questions for me. Hard questions <laughs> for me because uh, it's been maybe five years or four or five years. It's it's a really long time. Um, mm. But I remember she was, uh, we were like, we couldn't believe how young she was because by then she was mm. 29 and she already had three children. Uh, so we, and she was really nice. <laughs> like, very, I remember, yeah, I remember. I, we were looking at her pictures, how beautiful she is. And we said, okay, why she can't become a donor for us too? <laughs> That's really <a> pity because <laughs> she, our children would be beautiful after her. So that mm-hmm. was that, that was the feeling, but we understood this. Uh, it it all works differently. Um, yeah, yeah we loved her family. We, they, they looked really yeah, but we we looked how happy they look. Uh, we loved how mm. happy they looked. That was uh, yeah. Un- I I would say it was really unbelievable how such wow. a happy content woman with a whole family uh, is ready to. <clears throat> like uh is ready to change her own life a little for Mm. us before this process were you even thinking about wisconsin no i didn't i didn't know where it was (laughs) like i I have never heard of wisconsin really uh (laughs) not even at school and uh i wasn't uh i i was quite like i had good grades but i didn't hear about wisconsin i knew i knew kentucky i knew i knew chicago i didn't know illinois i knew the i knew the big lakes but i i actually didn't know wisconsin i didn't know where it was i first heard it from our friends when they told us their son was born in wisconsin so so that was the first time i have heard about it but i didn't know where it was really well, there's plenty of people in the U.S. who can't name all of the states, so <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, I think it's okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> neither I can. Um, yeah. So, okay. So, what was the next step of the process then? Because um, let's see, you you had gone on holiday, you came back. The match actually went very quickly for you and David. Yeah. Kind of. And so you have um, this match. So, what's the next step then? Yeah, we agreed that we liked each other uh, with our surrogates, like according to the profile. So Mary started to plan our trip to the United States. And as she know, uh, as she knew that uh, there are a lot of things we should think about, uh, the agency told us like what to what to do next. So we needed to find a clinic where mm-hmm. we would do the reproduction and we needed to find a donor. We needed to find a way mm-hmm. how to how how we would get a donor. So that were our tasks, and we needed to do it until the end of the year because the agency planned the match meeting for the end of January, two thousand fifteen. 
so by then wow. like it, in four four months from there so uh we needed we knew we needed to choose a clinic and plan uh plan our trip to the united states so that we would go there just once at the beginning so we needed to put the um, uh, going to the clinic seeing the surrogate doing the psych psychological testing uh in one week so you're planning a trip then to the U.S. You're going to the clinic um, so that they can, so that you can make your embryos with the egg donor, and you're also meeting the surrogate in all in the same yes. week. Yes, yes, one week. And <clears throat> and you, let's see. So I'm the timeline is so short. I'm like, how did you do all this <laughs> in such a short time? Yeah, we had to. We're, like, like, we're did... a bit crazy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you 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 found the clinic then like kind of very quickly. Yeah, we were we were um, choosing between two clinics and at the end we decided to choose a smaller one. Mm -hmm. Uh who had also a donor program and this clinic was uh in Ohio. <clears throat> yeah. So so what we did was to well what agency planned was we first should go to ohio so we flew to chicago mm -hmm. we drove to dayton to ohio to get the uh, testing and uh get the donor profile and then we drove to madison uh, where we had the psychological testing and after that uh, two days after the psychological testing we had the match meeting wow that's a crazy week and also a crazy first trip to the US. Yeah, yeah, we never we were, we never were in the United States before then. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Fun. That's, fun. Even, that's crazy. Even, like even most now, people yeah. just like go to New York yeah, I know. or something. Even now when I say I was yeah, I was in the United States now for four times and I was just four times in Chicago and Madison, nowhere else. <laughs> <laughs> and Dayton, Yeah, Wisconsin Dells, yeah. <laughs> Dayton. And I drove through Indiana, which everyone lost, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so um, can I ask at the same time, like what did you experience of just like things in the US on that trip? Uh, like do you remember kind of your first impressions of uh, and things that you yeah, did. Yeah, well, yeah. What I should also say is that we didn't tell many people that what we were doing. Mm. So our U.S. trip was kind of secret. We told our parents we went skiing in Italy, but we flew huh. to the United States. So, but it was fun. <clears throat> and when we came to the to the states, like everything was like big. You know, we 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 wanted to go to the shop and, and buy a a shower gel for one week to use. And they didn't mm. have it. They had just a big one, big one for like three months we would use. <laughs> like three quarts of shower gel or yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> well, something. <laughs> it, it was really, it was really big. But it was like, we were, we were young, ready for this adventure. And we yeah. actually enjoyed every day, every day of it. Even though we drove through the snowstorm from Chicago to uh, Dayton and then we we drove through Indiana where it was really nothing along the road but Subway and uh, KFC or so. So it, wow. we just took it so like a big like adventure. So just like stopping at gas stations and stuff? Yeah, well, yeah, and taking the, taking the gas, it's like a nightmare for us all the time because it works <laughs> very differently in the Czech Republic. Mm. What you do in the Czech Republic is that you take gas in your car and then pay. And here mm -hmm. in the United States, you have to pay somehow. I don't know how. We didn't know what we were, what kind of, if it was gas or something else we should put in the car. We got in the rental. We didn't know it. And how many, how much, 
how much of the uh, of the gas we should get inside, how much you need to prepay at the petrol. It was a big adventure, all that. <laughs> and then eating Subway. Yeah, well, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. sure, sure. And and um, then yeah, okay. and then what we do? Yeah, Culvers. That's my Culvers. Oh, Culvers. That I I found all this a bit later, like Culvers and. Oh, Panera. Yeah, that's my <laughs> that's my guilty pleasure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, okay, okay. So it's the very Midwestern guilty pleasures of yeah. you to have. Um, that's pretty funny. Okay, so can I ask about the donor program? Like, how did you feel about using an egg donor and kind of what how what was that process like for you? How did you choose someone? Well, uh, what we didn't want to do is to choose from a list. We didn't want we didn't want donors to compete among themselves, like uh, seeing like fifty profiles and choose who which human being is better than the other one. That's what mm. we didn't want to do. So we yeah. chose a program wh- that works differently. It was like we. Uh, filled a wish list something what is important for us for the donor and what is not uh, that important for us uh, we wanted to her to be healthy uh, we wanted to her uh, for her to be caucasian do you spell it like this caucasian mm-hmm. yeah uh, because we live in the in central europe uh, and we and because you you're is it did, is it because you are also caucasian yes we are yeah we are caucasian and we also wanted her to have some kind of like talent or or something she loves to do like playing musical instrument Mm. or draw or paint or anything like that so that was like what we wished and so we filled this wish list we gave it to the doctor who had this donor program and who was also uh the real doctor for our ivf and he looked at the profile and he said, okay, in my circle of donors, I have one that could match you. So here is her profile. So we were given her profile. Uh, we kept it in our bag and opened it so like solemnly or I don't know. Uh, uh, by yourself. Yeah, by ourselves two days later and mm. and went through it and checked it and talked about it. And if we refused, if we said we don't, we want another donor, it would take a few more months until the doctor would offer us another one, which is which was okay for us. But we liked the yeah. donor. She was she was thirty two, uh, and she was she already had two children. So uh, with the with all the hormones, we wouldn't if if anything happened through the hormones, she needed she took during the whole process and if she got hurt if her uh uterus got hurt she already had two children she loved so mm-hmm. uh, we wouldn't destroy someone's lives by this which was mm-hmm. also important for us so we chose we chose her immediately and we were happy for her can i ask what her you what her um kind of hobby or activity was yeah, she played uh, she played that. a french horn <laughs> ah. <laughs> cool which is fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, that's fun. Okay, so then, so okay, you go to to Dayton and you have your psychological testing and all of that. Can you just do you remember the match meeting? Can you describe the match meeting? Yeah, well, yeah, it was. Uh, I was a bit scared 
uh, our surrogate with her, with her husband, they came to the agency actually at the same time we did. So I kind of ran into the into the building and didn't want to look around. <laughs> I pretended <laughs> I didn't see it, see them, and I wanted to see them just in the room. But it all it all went really smooth. It was smooth. Mm. Uh, I knew. I felt they both were nervous. We, me and David, we were nervous. But there was the agency to help us, and our surrogate. Her name is Chelsea, and she was like perfect. She. Uh, before all of this meeting, she spoke to the psychologist and the psychologist told her what is she expected to ask or tell. And she, and we were also told what, what we are supposed to talk about during the match meeting. And you could see that she fo- followed all the steps, the psychology, the, uh, the psychologist told her. So she was like amazing and very, uh very perfect so she's, it sounds she sounds very put together in that meeting yeah like she's... yeah she she did everything she, everything right and we tried to so we talked a little and she asked us if we wanted to be in the delivery room which we hoped we could be and she had uh one wish so that so because her children wanted to see the baby we were mm. we because we wanted to have one baby uh so she wanted her daughter to see and hold uh just for a short time the baby so she asked if if they would be allowed to see them and we said of course yeah we wanted to stay in touch after all the process uh so this matched us perfectly too yeah so did you like go, I mean, did you spend any other time with them after the me- match yeah, meeting? Yeah, after the match meeting, we went uh, to for, for lunch. And uh, the day after, we visited her in her house and met her mother and the rest of her family, like her children. And we talked a little and brought her gifts and we got some gifts from them. And uh, I still have the gifts uh, we were given that day here in our, in our what house. What were they? I well, I remember her daughter. She baked us a blueberry uh, cake, and she we were handled it in a decorated paper bag. And I keep the paper bag here somewhere. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I saw it recently. I found it recently, and it was like "Welcome in in US." It was saying and like "Love" and her name. So. We we still That's keep so we still sweet. keep some some things from the day, and I knew Michael, it was you're very sentimental. I know I well <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I'm a keeper, <laughs> and mm. I remember I remember her mother, the surrogate's mother, was there, and you could see how nervous she was. Like she was nervous about, uh, like he we would hurt her daughter, and and she was like she she didn't know what to, what to expect of all this and we we tried maximum to keep her her calm and told her told her told her that we are not there to hurt her daughter so that was we were like trying to protect her too like do you mean when you say like she was nervous you would hurt her daughter like i what what was she nervous about like that would happen well, maybe like I think I think they all were all, they all were scared that we would leave there the babies. <laughs> that's the that's the, what the surrogates are usually scared about. 
<laughs> but but wow. that would that wouldn't happen. I know. And maybe well and maybe she was scared about the process, about the pregnancy, because pregnancy has risks. It does. Yeah, sure. So I think she was just a bit scared in advance and but I I uh, I must say that she knows us much more now and she's after uh, well every day or every month we were all in touch and she met us the the surrogate's mother she met us more, many times after that she's more and more uh friendly friend friends mm. with us and she she's not scared yeah. of us anymore she she's a big support for us too wow Okay, so you the end of the week happens uh, like I'm assuming maybe the day after the match meeting or yes, two days yes, after was, the match yeah. meeting you go home. Yes, yeah, we flew home, yeah. <laughs> so so then um I mean, I imagine you go home and it feels like you were just in some crazy dream because that's just the craziest trip. No, it was fun. We liked so, it. We were so you... excited. Yeah, we we were we felt like we were ready for this, and this will all work, and this will be fine, and let's do it. So it was so it was great. Ha- oh. Yeah, we loved it. What was the process after you came home? Well, we came back to work, <laughs> and we let the others yeah. to continue in the US. So Chelsea, she went for her clearance uh, to the clinic we chose. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had her grades for the uterus. That's what's done. Uh, and is it understandable? Like she, she got her yeah, uterus yeah. She's checked. Having her, yeah. She's having uh, ultrasound. Yeah. She's having checkups on her hormones. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. She started, because she's doing yeah. injections and things. Yeah. And, and, and at that point, you have embryos kind of ready to go. So no, they, they, no, no, no. They, they all started to get for the fresh transfer. So the donor oh, got started, okay. our, our specimen was frozen, and Chelsea was also being getting ready for, and she, yeah. she got the hormones and she started to take, start the procedure. I think it so was like sur- in so your sur- April. So Chelsea and, and the donor are doing the medication at the same yes, time yes. to do a fresh transfer mm-hmm. in yes. Dayton. So um, were you there for the transfer then? Uh, no, no, no. We were we were we were at home, and the doctor, the doctor skyped with us. So there was Chelsea, there was her mom, uh, and doctor skyped us, and and we were we decided to put one embryo, and mm-hmm. yeah, we were watching it on Skype, all together. I was in Prague. David was were at work in Brussels, and this happened in Dayton. So we had like three way Skype. <laughs> wow. Uh, what did that feel like? Well, like adventure, a big adventure. We yeah. liked it. We yeah. were okay with this. Yeah. So, so that you're having all these meetings, and it's just feeling like a really cool, exciting experience, full of yeah new things yeah. and new relationships. Yeah, and... that's true. So, um, I mean, I know what happens next because I know your story. What happened after that first transfer? Uh, well, yeah, the first the first transfer didn't work. Uh, and how did you find that out? Uh, well, we were, we were, we were, uh, uh, we agreed with the doctor, he would call us, uh, and well, what, what happened was, was kind of, kind of crazy because, uh, he, we tried to call him. He tried to call us at the same time, uh, that it didn't work and, uh, and he wasn't able to reach us. So what he did, he Mm. first called to Chelsea uh he told her and she felt kind like she failed like she f- mm. she thought it was her 
her fault and she was mm-hmm. uh, she was crying she was sad uh, then the doctor called us and we tried to reach her to talk to her and she like she wasn't responding so mm-hmm. we were scared something happened to her and we are scared like she's crying too much Uh, mm-hmm. what we didn't want because we because we knew uh, there there must be another attempt and then if this didn't work there's there might be a reason so yeah. so that's how we felt so the first embryo with, with the first transfer with the one embryo didn't work and then we needed to think about what we should do next The thing was that what we we paid just for one transfer and we needed to know how much it will be to pay for the for another transfer uh, we got uh, we got the estimate which was uh, extremely high mm. and we knew that if we did the second attempt and it didn't work we didn't have enough money to finish the process so wow. we needed we needed to look for another ways uh and we needed to find another clinic that would be uh cheaper and at the same time mm-hmm. more organized than the first clinic mm-hmm. uh so what we did is that we talked to another clinic uh, in Chicago and they were they were really helping us uh and we decided to move the frozen embryos from Ohio to Illinois and do the second attempt uh, in Illinois. And we also want, uh, didn't like uh, the way that Chelsea flew to the first transfer. I know that the doctors and scientists tell that there is no difference if you drive or if you fly, but I personally don't believe it. So mm. we decided she would drive to the second transfer and not fly. And I I don't want to speak for Chelsea too much, but I know her and she's she's a pretty easygoing person who also likes to be successful at these things. So I'm imagining, you know, she's okay driving. She does, you know, she's like okay. I yeah. can imagine her just saying okay, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's what she yeah. did. Yeah, so so she had to do yeah. for another clearance to the new clinic, and but they were really fast. Even though it was summer and even though there were holidays, they were able to arrange all of this. So we we talked to doctor, and he uh, suggested we should put in two embryos, mm-hmm. one of each of us, uh, so that we raise chances. Uh, so how did that feel to you? Because. <laughs> Um, well, they, they, I know I remember they they talk about it's better chances, but it's also better chances for twins. Yeah, yeah, we knew we knew there would be, there could be twins, but the chance was twenty five percent, which was like unbelievable. And we were we were okay with having more than one kid, uh, but mm-hmm. the 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 aim was to have one one child. We were completely okay just with having with having one child. So, mm-hmm. but we felt okay. Like if this raises chances, and if we have two children, is great. So, uh, so we knew this could happen. Uh, 
we we actually didn't think about the possibility that that the that the embryos could split and there could be like triplets or or more of this we didn't think about this option like we didn't focus on it we just thought okay to, at least one oh, yeah. one of the embryos should stick and and to be um kind of transparent from like the logistics standpoint for anyone who might be listening to this it's you know, you go over kind of those minute chances with your surrogate to make sure that you know what to do in case something splits. Yeah, of in course. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, of course. This was and, and so you have all that to say, but you're just saying like you just didn't focus on yeah, it. You just yeah, moved but, forward. but we, we we completely knew what would ha- would happen. It was all in the it was all well, mm-hmm. all in the agreement. So yeah. there would be not uh, well. I think I can say there would be no more than two ch- two children, uh, yeah. which is a big decision and but we also uh we also talked to chelsea about putting into embryos and if she said she didn't feel like this uh we wouldn't do it that's for sure yeah but she wanted to raise chances she also wanted to put into embryos so we all agreed uh uh, on on this even though she wanted to carry a singleton from the very beginning and we wanted to have one child from the very beginning Wow. Yeah. So what? So what happens in life is that we have twins now. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it. Okay. So well, I, I'm assuming again you're you're on Skype for the transfer this time. No, no, we were not. Oh, you went? No, no. It. Uh, well, we were we were offered this. Uh, so we got some pictures from Chelsea and her mom oh, on WhatsApp. So she was... And okay. yeah, we, we we didn't watch it. We are in the in, in the Czech Republic, and we were we got actually what we got is the pictures of the embryos uh, that were put in the in uterus, mm. and yeah. there were there had our names like genital material. So we we know which of our daughters is what embryo, which is fun. <laughs> like That's like fun. one of the, one of them looks uh looks very round, and another one is a bit like naughty that's what i would say naughty embryo <laughs> so we make fun of it some eventually but when you get those pictures like because i remember getting those pictures too you're you're at the at the transfer you're getting a picture that's just like a microscopic view of some cells yes you know you, you can't even see so now you know which group of cells yeah, became they have names now each daughter <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fun. and like a whole person now yeah not just a group of cells which is which is pretty awesome um, so you get those pictures and you have the transfer. How did you find out uh, the news after the transfer? Oh well, it took a few weeks actually. Uh, we were we got the uh, blood tests and the, mm-hmm. the hormone HCG. Is it uh, mm-hmm. the uh, the levels of this hormone? They were raising like there could be twins, but you can never you can never tell until there is the ultrasound. So we waited maybe a month and a half more to find out their twins which was <laughs> which was also exciting i was at work david was also mm-hmm. as were at work and chelsea she went for the ultrasound with mary from the agency mm-hmm. and uh they were there together and then they texted us like how much how many are there what do you think and we we're just we were thinking okay there's just one and there was one picture, another picture, and there it was. <laughs> like there are twins, <laughs> but we were like we were really excited about that. We were really happy for it, and we we thought it will be. We thought it would be easy. How did uh, Chelsea kind of take the news? Do you remember? Well, she was excited for us. I know she was. Yeah. 
she's a big she's a big fighter so i th- i think she wasn't even that scared she was okay ready for it so so then what was the pregnancy like you know because after i you know after the blood test that's when kind of the fertility and the the hormones and all of that kind of stuff you leave the fertility you know the, the endocrinologist or what the doctor you're seeing for those treatments and you move to a regular ob yes um chelsea goes to her ob at that point so after that it's just kind of a pregnancy like most people will experience a pregnancy except that chelsea is in wisconsin and you're in in the chair yeah yeah it was so like how are you experiencing the pregnancy yeah it was she was really helpful she took us pictures every friday how her belly grows and she well we we were in touch every day through whatsapp group so she Mm -hmm. told us what was she was feeling what she was doing what she was eating what the twins didn't like uh, in the morning <laughs> and what uh, what her children tell them and how do they talk to them and and how her youngest son talks to them about fighting mm. and wrestling and <laughs> and all of that so so, so we were, okay, we do were you remember all, always, what the twins yeah. liked and didn't like i think they didn't like some scrambled eggs that's what i was uh. well, that's what i remember <laughs> sure um yeah, but we we were in a really close touch and we exchanged messages every day. So we we felt like we were part of it, really. How um We didn't mind the distance. What was it like kind of waiting because it, I mean to kind of I I I'm curious how the house building was going or were you deciding then to just stay in Prague or what did you no, we, you know, we as, how are you we preparing knew, to have these yeah, twins? Yeah, we knew we needed to finish the house for for the kids. So mm-hmm. we actually uh, quit the contract with the building company before they were able to steal more money <laughs> from the building mm-hmm. and decided to finish the house by ourselves and by the smaller companies we choose. So and at the same time, we needed to buy some children's clothes and we needed to mm-hmm. announce it all to our family after. Oh, right. Because you hadn't. Yeah, um, no one knew. At least in the beginning, <laughs> nobody knew. So so at this point, when you're already pregnant with twins, yes. when, when did when did you start sharing the news and how did you share it? Well, Chelsea, she had her clearance after the 13th week of pregnancy around 17th of december so we decided mm-hmm. we would keep this for the christmas eve and we we made a book for our parents and there was like we are sorry we told you we are skiing in italy because we're in the united states and you are you will you will become grandparents uh so this was this this was a book about our whole journey what happened until now uh there was the ultrasound picture and chelsea's pictures and her family and what we did and how how we all did it and we gave we invited my parents and david's parents uh for the christmas eve and under the christmas tree they had the both they both had the same gift and this it was this book and they opened it at the same time and then they gasped (laughs) they then they found out it will it will it would be twins so my mother said okay we will all get crazy <laughs> because she knew what it was like to take care of kids and we, we said no 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 it will be completely fine it will be easy <laughs> and yeah but they were so excited for us and so happy for us <clears throat> both of the parents so that's that's how they found out and at the same time i told all this at work and my colleagues they also cried 
with happiness. <laughs> it was nice. Wow. So. Do your parents cry because uh, with happiness? Because my parents might have been upset if I'd been keeping such a secret. No, no, no. They were happy for us. And, and oh, but my wow. dad, he was quite scared. Uh, like he would, he was scared there something something won't work. That's what he was scared about. So he was scared mm -hmm. until the moment we came with the babies to the Czech Republic. So un he was nervous until this moment. So, but he was supportive wow. at the same time. Yeah. Okay. So then, you know, after Christmas, then you're just like getting ready with the crib and the clothes and the house. And, yeah. No, and after keeping this, up yeah. on WhatsApp. Yeah. And, and buying clothes and washing clothes, ironing baby clothes, bringing it to the, to the <laughs> United States. No, I, I mean, we went... We went to the States for the 20th week's ultrasound to find out what was okay. the sex of the babies. So we are mm -hmm. at the big ultrasound and we also visited the hospital where Chelsea would give birth to the babies. Mm -hmm. And there was a big moment for us. Uh, we all enjoyed it. We spent some time together with our surrogate and her family and it was great. And, and the baby bump. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and we bought some clothes for the babies that we packed back to the Czech Republic where I washed it and ironed it and then brought back <laughs> to the United States after four weeks. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was fun. <clears throat> okay, so when did you come back? At what point do you come back to the States for the delivery? Uh, it was for the 30 week, 35, 35th week of pregnancy because we were sure we didn't want to miss it. And if yeah. it was twins, we didn't know where, where they uh, when they would go out. So we came uh, at the middle, in the middle of May. It was middle of mm -hmm. May 2016. Uh, and we had enough time to have the rest a bit, <laughs> to buy a car, a car seats and some new clothes and some more, some more things for uh, children we needed to have in the US. And... Uh... I know the story uh, and a lot of people actually listening will know the story because of Chelsea's episode, but uh, she actually kept the twins until, is it 39 weeks? No, it's 37 plus one. 37 mm -hmm. plus one. So you have like a couple weeks yeah. still to just spend time with Chelsea and her family and buy more clothes and iron more clothes yeah that's what i do <laughs> <laughs> yeah um okay so okay this is the best part then for me like what what was the delivery like what was that day like well yeah we were days i don't we know we were supposed to deliver on friday it, and it was it needed to be the c-section because marie the the older sister she was blocking the delivery ways with her knees and she didn't mm. want to <laughs> want to change it. So mm. there was the C-section and it was planned for Friday. So we got to the car and we drove to the north from Madison. And then we got a phone call from Chelsea that the delivery was postponed because there was a storm and there is also there was also the full moon a lot of and a lot of women came to hospital to deliver and they didn't have enough time <laughs> for us to do the c-section so we just wow. turned the car and went uh went home back even though we were ready to become fathers <laughs> so so we just spent another day in medicine and we became fathers the next day on saturday Wow. Yeah, but uh, so it was. It was already. We came there there in the morning, and she was ready and scared at the same time because she didn't want to do the C section like originally. <laughs> of course, she didn't have yeah. another 
uh let's see but the babies weren't in the right position for yeah yeah they didn't cooperate obviously (laughs) since then and Uh (laughs) and yeah so so there are i remember there were like 12 or 13 people at the delivery room uh there were beatles playing and we were sitting uh just next to next to the delivery bed and there was a C-section, so there was one one girl, and after two minutes there was Adele, another baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and since then we are with them. That's it. I remember what what uh, my husband usually t- tells me uh, that he saw Landon, who is Chelsea's husband, uh, cry when he saw us holding holding the babies. Uh, and oh, that's wow. the for him. It was the moment when he realized how big things she has done for us, uh, what amazing thing it was, and that it all made made started to make sense for him. Uh, I don't want to speak uh, for him though, but that's that's what I think I remember. Uh, but what, we have. What does that mean for you to kind of understand, like to understand the way that Chelsea and her husband feel about? Well, the, I think it was it was a, it was a big moment for them. It was a big moment for us too. I mean, like it's so overwhelming for me. It was like what my emotions were and what my brain and and feelings were doing. They were much much above what I was able to carry. Uh, by mm-hmm. at at the moment, I was like smiling and crying and i it was like so so much for one person and i know for them it's something they are looking forward to for months too so when it when it comes it all it all comes just at one second so it's a it's a big thing for them I uh, 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 probably a feeling you will never forget but i i hope that it was uh, as nice as uh, for them as for us. Yeah. Do you remember what you were feeling um, when you held your daughter and David is holding your other daughter? Um, because that's a moment you'd waited for for a long time. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was, uh, I was. I told David they both looked like David's mom. <laughs> but but yeah, but I was happy. I was happy. I was enjoying it. I couldn't believe it. It was it was a big thing. But I felt like like I felt like I was so ready to become a father and start all of this. And I we were we knew we were ready for it, and we will we were able to be dads. So that was it. And now it happened. So. It, we were just we were just ready for our new role. What is it like to um, have twins all of a sudden? Well, <laughs> you don't <laughs> you don't get much sleep. Uh, <laughs> you mean you mean the the amount of children like there there well, yeah, there is none and yeah. none there are two. Yeah, I there's th- no you have no kids. You have two infants. Yeah, I I I, 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 <laughs> I never had one children, so I can't compare. It's like I yeah. I find it normal, normal sure, nice okay. feeling. Uh, I I that I don't I know what it's like to have one child and yeah. what it's like to have two children and there's um, no difference. I can tell right? you no it's difference. a lot. No, it's a lot. <laughs> it's it's very different. 
maybe um maybe it's best you don't know <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> that's right no it's it's perfect it's the way it should be you know yeah. it's the way it should be yeah so um you have this beautiful experience and for the most part it goes like kind of how you hope it will go right um you have healthy babies you have uh your you know chelsea does well yes um with the pregnancy mm-hmm. and with the delivery and also i know with the recovery mm-hmm. um yeah she went <laughs> she went gardening three three days after the delivery we were course. crazy about of it like we did. told her no sit down <laughs> be at home no. Well, did you get to, do you, do you remember, do you remember what it was like to leave the hospital? Yeah. You know, well, and, and yeah. to kind of, for all of you, you and, and Chelsea and her family and, um, and your new family, like what, w- what was it like to leave the hospital and, and kind of the days after that? Well, yeah, it was hard. I know it was hard because it was the moment when, when it kind of all ended for her. So she was big of full of emotions and she cried. Uh, mm-hmm. And we were scared. We were scared with that we heard her. We were scared we have done something she didn't want. Uh, and we didn't know. We didn't know, know what it was, like how to how to think about it, even though the psychologist told us that the, the emotions are big. And so Chelsea was crying and at the same time she was telling us she was not crying because she was sad that she's crying because she's so happy, but it's so overwhelming, overwhelming over her. Yeah. Uh, and that's how it was. That's how it was. That's the reality. Uh, but we, so she left the hospital with her husband to spend time with her children, which is uh, right for me. Mm-hmm. And we came, we went to the house in Madison and we visited her, I think two or three days after. And then every, every other two days. And even, even after the three days, uh, when we came from hospital, we were, we were able to talk about the moment. So we talked about it aloud and we talked about what she felt and what was it like for her which was really yeah. important for us because we needed to know that we didn't hurt her. Uh, yeah. That's what we were She scared. must have been really crying a lot. Uh, well, she's a, she's a sensitive, she's a sensitive woman. She's very strong, but yeah. at the same time, she's very sensitive. And, and we, we didn't see her crying before. So yeah. it was, we didn't know what to think about it. But after we talked about it now, and even after years, uh, we we are happy that that it was all how she wanted, and that yeah. even though she was crying, she was not sad and like uh, not happy about what she has done. Yeah. So you have, uh, you know, I know the next thing you have to do is the legal portion, mm-hmm. and you and you have your court hearing. Was there anything kind of special about that or was it kind of like very easy to do? Oh no, we we I, didn't even have the hearing at the court. The the judge oh. the judge gave us the papers just through, through the lawyer. And mm. yeah, then and then after about 3 weeks after the delivery, we got our passports and we flew home to the Czech Republic. The passports for the children. Yes. Yeah. So did you have to go through your embassy then? No, no, no. They are American citizens. So, oh yes, of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they got their they got passports from their embassy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or their yeah, yeah. We went to Chicago and we were standing in the mm-hmm. queue with a lot of other people, and 
Well, there was a crazy story about the about the passports. I actually I don't feel like telling it whole, but you can imagine that we f- we flew at 2 p.m. and I got the passports at 11 a.m. So I oh ha- I had three hours to run. F- well, to go by the underground, not run <laughs> in Chicago to O'Hare. And David oh. needed to pack all the all the twins and get the Uber oh. and put them in a car and and get them to the airport. It was so it was crazy. At the it was 11 so a.m. Crazy. you're taking the passports and you're running to the airport. Ju- and 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 David is just like standing there. Yeah, because kind of waiting. Yeah, because the the passport office they they lost one of our papers. I feel like they lost it, but they they didn't confirm it. Like they would never tell they did, and I t- yeah I tried to tell the officer that they lost the paper, and he started to to uh, shout at me <laughs> like don't oh my don't even dare to tell me that we have lost one of your papers, sir. So I just got got a bit scared, but it it at the end it all worked. But it was crazy, like a lot of other wow. things in our lives. <laughs> Do we you... made it. We are ready. Do you remember what the flight was like and what it was like to arrive home? Yeah, it was great. It was great. First, we flew from Chicago to New York, and there was a, there was a, an assistant on board who who was helping us. Like she was so happy for us, and oh. then we flew from New York to, straight to Prague and. The attendants were also amazing, so they helped us and they asked us if we needed something. And people were looking at us like we are, uh, like they liked, or they were looking at the newborns, and they mm-hmm. they were just looking at us. Happy to see the babies. Yeah, yeah, everyone was happy to see the babies. It was great. Um, was there anyone at the airport when you arrived with the babies? Yeah, there were our parents and our friends. A lot of people really. It was great. They were all looking forward to see us and to meet the girls. You said your father like had a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. about the process until that moment. Mm-hmm. Did you sense a change in him when when he got to meet them? Yeah, yeah. He well, yeah, yeah. He was happy for us, really. And now you could see how how he enjoys the time he spends with our daughters, really. So he he had some relief. Yeah, of course. Yeah, a big one. The whole journey, it brought us a lot of. Uh, new relationships with people we because it was a foreign country for us we met a lot of people who we see until now like we meet mary who who was directing our process uh yeah. and we meet her like every year <laughs> even though it, even in when she was in europe we drove to frankfurt just to see her because she is amazing uh and we love her really a lot mm-hmm. uh and we we uh keep the relationship with chelsea and with her family we also are in touch with an interpreter who was there for our psychological testing when she comes to the czech republic we meet her and when we come to us we meet her too uh wow. and uh and other friends who we met along the way we keep in touch so i uh so the whole journey is not just about the surrogates and uh, about the intended parents but it also is a lot about the people who, uh, you meet along the way and it has brought us really nice uh friendships that's that's true you have a whole other kind of community that you never would have had before yes and new people who we would never meet and now many, many years of going to Wisconsin. 
<laughs> yeah, well, I don't mind. Wisconsin Dells is yeah. fine for me. <laughs> you never, I mean, but like, it's so funny. You didn't even know the place existed and now you're going to be going yeah. there for yeah, probably Wisconsin the rest Dells of your life. Wisconsin Dells and Grateful Flow <laughs> and Chant. <laughs> I know all of that. <laughs> yep, yep. No, I'm cool. well, not, but not just the parks. I we really love medicine. We how we love how it is. Like yeah. people are really uh, friendly there, and people just meet us in the street and say, "Oh, what a beautiful girls! Where are you from? I have never seen here, see, seen you here." And we just start talking, and I love it. And then then you are in the shop, and and the shop assistant asks you, oh, "Okay, guys, what you're about to do today?" And we say, "Oh, we are going to see our surrogate who gave birth to these beautiful children." And they say, "Okay, have fun." <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's I love no it all. Deal. That doesn't happen like, in the oh, Czech neat. Republic. Okay. No one asks you oh, about yeah. things. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I now you have these kids. Mm-hmm. Now you now you have these two two daughters, and they're uh, almost coming coming to five years old this next no, year no 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 it's uh they're three and a half now so three and a half yeah, oh, coming to four years old this next yes. year so um what has life been like since they were born well our life is very different from <laughs> from the moments we <laughs> we lived before because when you have twins it's uh it's you need to give them most of your time really so david uh continued going to work and i became a stay-at-home dad we never had a nanny uh Mm -hmm. so that that it was me who was over the day with kids and when david came home he every day he helped me and we took care for them together uh so i i i actually don't do many things i did before children but I wow. enjoy, I really enjoy being a parent. I enjoy s- spending time with them, traveling with them, showing them the world, telling them the new things they could do, uh, seeing them develop their skills. That's what I love. That's what, ha- that's, that makes a big sense for me and for, for spending my time. But we live a very, I would say, no, we don't live an ordinary life now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I thought we did, <laughs> but we don't. Uh, so so that that's what we are we are kind of a lot like other family but as me and david we are journalists we decided to make an instagram profile when they when the girls were like eight or ten months old Mm -hmm. uh to show people that we are not much different from them uh even in the czech republic so so we have a we have instagram now and and more and more people started to follow us there and we also made a youtube account so i don't know if you you can compare it so there are 10 million people in the czech republic and we mm-hmm. have now we have 130,000 followers on instagram now so that's our life now. We are we're influencers. That's <laughs> crazy. But it's not it's well, it's it's fun, but the mo the most important thing about is about it is that what we do is that we spend most of our time with our children and that makes a big sense for us. How often do you see families like yours in Prague with two dads? Like in the um, street? Or maybe two moms. In the, yeah. in the student often, uh, I think I would say I know most of gay couples with children in the Czech Republic. I know, like, I mean, men, gay couples. And there yeah. are more lesbians, lesbian 
uh, families because it's a bit easier for women to become uh, mothers than just two two men. I uh, not to mm-hmm. be offended. Uh, well, they 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 can uh, often carry a pregnancy. Yeah, well, yeah, in the, in the in the Czech Republic, yeah, yeah you, they can go to the yeah. clinic and they can get pregnant, and yeah. they don't need a surrogate usually. Yeah. Uh, so I think there are like two thousand uh, rainbow families in the Czech Republic now. Okay. Uh, okay. But probably, yeah, we are the it... we are the most known probably now. So most of the people that are going to, well, I'm, I'm assuming a lot of the people that are going to listen to this episode are in the U.S. and will wonder, you know, kind of how safe is it for a family like yours? And also, what does it meant to share your family with people over the Internet? And, and why does that feel important to you? Well, I find it, I think it's a big thing for us for our babies, for our children, and for other children from the Rainbow families. Because what we do is that we show we are no different. We mm-hmm. have the same problems. We we have the same uh, obstacles when raising children. Uh, we say we talk about the same things when raising children. So, uh, and you're talking about like what food to give your kids, yeah, and what, what food and what, what where they go and what are their hobbies, and, yeah. and when they're fighting too much with parents, <laughs> and when they do listen to parents, and what they did, and <laughs> what are they I like. I love seeing you guys when you're on vacation. That always looks like so, like a lot of you know, you're always going on these trips, yeah, and, that's what that's how we are, yeah, you know, I know. adventure, we have a lot of adventure like things, yeah, yeah, we love it, yeah. So they, they, they watch it, but they also watch a normal life. So I, yeah. I see it like, uh, what I'm doing is I'm opening my privacy, I am, uh, I'm showing a lot of, uh, uh, I'm showing a lot of uh, private information I'm sharing. Even now when I'm doing this po- podcast, I'm I'm sharing a lot yeah. of private information. But uh, what I believe is they might help someday another couple who is thinking about surrogacy. So that's, that's yeah. our... I mean, for aim. you, you kind of got lucky a little bit that you... I mean, not that you were in a position where you had these friends who had this yeah. experience of becoming you. So you got to hear from them firsthand. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I know. So yeah. hopefully there are other families maybe who don't have that access to this friend of yours, you know, but now they have access to your stories yeah. Yeah, and they, they can, can see that it's yeah, possible. They can come and they can come and ask us about things. And if they, if they are mm-hmm. really interested in being a parent, uh, and becoming uh, and, and getting a surrogate in the US, I can tell them what it is like more when I see them for a coffee. People do come really, yeah. but but mm. I want to also want to show not I but me. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, we we want to show uh, like traditional families and heterosexual couples that there is nothing to be scared about when uh, that we are the same like they are, and I I I I really feel that i i'm helping my own children uh from the anxiety and fear a society might have about mm-hmm. how a kid could be raised in gay by gay couple so when i'm sharing my privacy and when when i when i'm sharing my life i'm doing it for my own children so that other people are not scared about them and don't don't feel fear about them uh yeah. so i'm even though I'm sharing privacy of my own children, I'm doing it because I'm helping them. 
Yeah. That's my you have a, point a of mission. View. Also, it's uh, pretty awesome that you have the skills to do it. It's like you came into the parenting life yeah. but, with sorry. these journalist yeah. skills, right? Yeah, but I, uh, I, I am not scared. There, there is yeah. no one who's uh, fighting, and we don't have many hates on the, on, on, on oh, social yeah. media. And we also, in, in real life, we have no fighting and no hates and no shouting. This doesn't happen to us. Yeah. So we are, so we are safe family. You basically have a normal life, and then for but 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 what you're also saying is that not many people, and I think this is true of many places, not just Czech Republic. I mean, including places in the U.S., that there are many people who just don't know what it's like, mm-hmm. and they are scared in, of what they in, don't know. In gay families, yeah, in rainbow families, they don't know what it's like, and and they can be scared or even just apprehensive or have some kind of anxiety. Yeah. And the work you and David do, and I know you you talk a lot about just what it's like to be parents. Um, you have this podcast, and I know you're like, I can see you doing stories where it's just you guys talking, you know, about your experience, and and you do get to see that it's it is it's just normal. It's just normal life. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, it certainly is like that for me and Charlie too. Yeah, you know. Yeah, what we do is that we don't want to. Uh, we don't show our children in shaming, uh, in mm-hmm. shaming situations, like they when they are super angry or something like that. That's what we don't reveal because that's the moments yeah. when we take care of them and we don't yeah. film them. Okay, so I follow you and I'm listening to you speak Czech, but I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> so for people who don't know Czech, what are we missing? You know, I know that you have the podcast too. That I uh, I can't really listen. No, I to. don't know. I don't know. I think we sh- we share the same things you can find in the in the U.S. So I, hmm. I we we do it intentionally in Czech in, in Czech language be- because we don't need to get international. We need to we need to change uh, the points of view in the Czech Republic. So we yeah. do it for Czech people. I don't think you miss much. I when, well, when I can you, say... you, can, you can see posts and translate them yeah. automatically. Yeah. And what we have done recently, actually, what is it? Uh, now it's Tuesday, so on Friday it's been five years. We released our own book. <laughs> we have done a book. Wow. It's, a, it's a book called uh, Two Fathers and a Curious Girl," and it's about a girl who lives in the village, and suddenly uh, new neighbors uh, move to the house next door, and it's two fathers with one daughter and one son, and she's curious, like, where is their mother and what life they're living. So it's an That's it's an cool. illustrated book in Czech in verses, and we have released it. Uh, okay, on is Friday. there a link? Will you will you send me a link to this? Yeah, but it's in it's in it's so it's in Czech. <laughs> so it's still cool though. It's still cool. I'm gonna put a link in the show notes because I want people to at least see that it's happening. Okay, I, think it's I really, can. Really yeah, we special. we had we had a painter from the south of the Czech Republic who painted the illustrations, and me oh, and cool. David we wrote the texts and yeah and we published it and that's it and like like now it, like hundreds thing... of people buy it which we are happy and that's very awesome. grateful they are very grateful that someone yeah. who's like heterosexual or who is just kind of open-minded they are they decide to buy a book about a family with two fathers and they're willing to tell their children that uh, even though you are different you can have a happy life uh, it means a yeah. lot to me the other thing that I think that is missing for me is a gay family um, travel guide. 
to Czech Republic because I'm like waiting for this trip for my family. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm like ready to know what all the places are. Um, but especially seeing the places that you, you guys go together. I'm always like, Oh, I want to, you know, I have no idea what this place is cause I can't read any of this stuff, but it looks really fun. <laughs> so one day, um, you can release this, uh, travel guide for me. It would be very helpful. I would really okay. like that. A lot. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So, um, can I ask now one more question about, um, the surrogacy journey? You are, you know, years out from the intense, you know, the pregnancy and the delivery. Uh-huh. What is your relationship with Chelsea like now? Well, it's even, it's even better than it mm-hmm. was really. Uh, when the more we know each other, uh, the more we are, uh, we are happier that we met. That's what I would say. She and her daughter and her sister, they, they came this summer to the Czech Republic and we are able to host them in our house. And we spent some time, like about two weeks here in the Czech Republic and we took them along around monuments and we took them to Berlin and Amsterdam. And I believe we all enjoyed it, like enjoyed the time spent together. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, it was, we were, we were, so grateful we she was willing to come to our country so that we could show her your kids are old enough now to you know recognize her mm-hmm. um to you know my my daughter is just beginning to say names you know mm-hmm. so we're we're getting to tell her a little bit of the story of Giovanna and uh, the her her surrogate and and all that stuff um what is it like now to talk to your daughters about Chelsea and her family? Well, they're completely okay with it. <laughs> they don't yeah. mind. Yeah. They're like, mm, yeah, yeah, I was in this belly. Okay, it was Chelsea's belly. That's it. Okay, and I was here <laughs> with my sister. And now we're yeah. here. <laughs> Let's play. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. and Chelsea, the, the, it, it was her who was running around the garden and we were playing uh, hide and seek. And it was fun. <laughs> so yeah. that's it. That's their, that's their relationship. Like a good, uh, good aunt. What do you want them to know about the about the surrogacy journey and and about Chelsea? Yeah, they will know everything. We will be happy if they stay in touch and we'll be able to talk eventually uh, when we go to US to visit with them regularly. That's that's what we want to do, and we also want them to know the United States because they are American. So so yeah. there is a lot of things going to happen to us in the future. I believe. A lot more adventures to come. Yeah. Hope Works is a podcast created by Hope Surrogacy. It's an honor for us to bring these surrogacy stories to you. Make sure that you subscribe at hopesurrogacy.com slash podcasts or on Apple Podcasts so you don't miss a minute. Thank you to the entire community of surrogates, parents, and supporters who make this work so amazing. And of course, a huge thank you to Michael. I'm so inspired watching you and your incredible family, and I'm so thankful for what you do to make the world more safe and more friendly for rainbow families like ours. We'd also love to give a big thank you to Seed Trust, who's helped make this episode possible. Seed Trust provides dependable escrow services for surrogates, intended parents, and egg donors. During your surrogacy journey, you have got to have a solid plan for your finances. 
Believe me, as a parent who's had two babies through surrogacy, I know. At Seedtrust, you'll find quality managers you can count on and a secure online platform that's accessible, transparent, and reliable. SeedtrustEscrow.com. On time, online, worry-free. That's SeedtrustEscrow.com. If you're listening and you're interested in finding out more about becoming a surrogate, come chat with us at HopeSurrogacy.com. Find stories on the blog, leave us a message on our contact page, or come say hello on Instagram and Facebook. Just search at Hope Surrogacy. Thank you for listening to Hope Works. On behalf of all of us at Hope, Mary, Leanne, Amy, and myself, we can't wait to hear from you and to talk about how Hope works. <laughs>